This is the Sports Psychology Hour with Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I cannot express the gratitude what my son came and visited you. Dr. Jacobs is in his 41st year as a sports psychologist. I have seen a change in youth sports in the last 10, 15 years. I've talked about it a lot on this show. The Sports Psychology Hour. The best advice on the radio each and every week. Failure and losing and screwing up is something that happens in life. It happens in sports. And I think we have to teach kids how to do that more effectively. This is where sports talk gets real. That word playing, it's gone from our society in a lot of ways with kids. I wanted to tell you what a great service you provide to this community. I listen to your show every week. Thank you for what you do for our community, for all the parents, coaches, and athletes. And now, here's your host, rated one of the best therapists in Kansas City, Missouri, by OnlineTherapy.com, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Dr. Andrew Jacobs, welcome to our show here at Sports Radio 810. WHB. I'm here every Sunday morning from 7 to 8. We talk about the mental side of sports on this show. And as you know, I'm in my 32nd year on the radio here in Kansas City, last 22 at Sports Radio 810 WHB, in my 42nd year of work as a sports psychologist. And I love doing this show with you each week as we talk about the mental side of sports, mindsets, attitudes, focus, sportsmanship, confidence. Confidence, yeah, that, that big word. Hey, there's a Super Bowl next week, and the Chiefs are playing in it, if you didn't know. And pretty exciting game last weekend. Ended with a Harrison Bucker field goal as time expired. Basically, as time expired, three seconds left. And the Chiefs are in their third Super Bowl in four years. You know, I've been going to these games since the first game they ever played, and there were years and years and years where this team was terrible. So it's just exciting to have a team that's so competitive, so good, and uh, we should definitely take advantage of this now because you never know when it will end. And it's been it's been a fun ride, and let's hope it continues a little bit longer this next weekend, and we'll see if the Chiefs can pull out a victory over the Eagles, and which would be pretty awesome. But either way, it'll probably be a good. I'm sure, it's going to be a good game. You know, I talk about different topics on this show each week that I think relate to us as athletes, as fans, as coaches, as participants, parents. And I'm always asked by clients, you know, Doc, how do I how do I get the results I want to have? How do, how do I accomplish my goals? When people come into my office, the way I normally work with people is that we'll have our initial session, and if it's a, a younger athlete, I meet with the parents first, and then find out why they're there, what their reasoning for bringing their their son or daughter in is. And then I bring the athlete in, and we all sit down together, talk about what's going on, and then we, we set up what I call a mental game plan to work on the issues, whatever it might be. It could be relationships. It may, it may have nothing to do with sports directly. It could be all about sports. It could be across the board. But we talk about these topics and set up a game plan. And one of the things that seems to always come up is the topic of focus. What am I concentrating on? What am I not concentrating on? What's happening with with the score, the results I'm getting? Am I winning or losing? And I have a Chiefs Super Bowl jersey in my office on the wall, 
And on that jersey are the letters F-O-E that this young man put on there when he gave me the jersey. Something we worked on. Focus on effort. Focus on effort. I've mentioned it before on the show. Four versus foe. Four is F-O-R, focus on results. F-O-E is focus on effort. And I honestly believe that when you're focusing on yourself and your intensity, the effort, the concentration, the, the focus you've got on what you're doing, you have a better chance of success than if you're concentrating on the score, the time, things like that. It's real easy to get off target. And I'll give you an example with, with golfers. Lots of golfers I work with, obviously, and I play golf myself. I'm not that good at it anymore because I'm getting old. But one of the things that I find with so many golfers is they focus on their score. I've got to birdie this hole. You know, I'm two over. I've got to par this hole. Stay, stay where I'm at. You know, this guy's one shot ahead of me. I've got to beat him. And then oftentimes what happens is they get caught up with the result. I've got to, I've got to birdie this hole if I'm going to get ahead. I'm thinking about stuff like that. Instead of focusing on how are you going to hit the ball onto the green to give yourself a chance to birdie the hole. And when you're focusing so much on the score, on the numbers, I find that that's where you get yourself in trouble more often than not. So one of the things that I try to work with people on is what you're thinking about in terms of goals, in terms of results. What do you want to do? Well, I want, I mean, let, let's take the Chiefs. They want to win the Super Bowl. Well, how are they going to get there? They've got to execute their plays. They've got to do everything they need to do to get themselves in position to execute the plays. At the end of the game, Harrison Bucker's got that 45-yard field goal to kick. And I'm sure he was thinking, I've listened to an interview with him afterwards, focused on what he has to do to make the kick. Not on if he makes the kick, we win, or if we lose, misses the kick, it goes to overtime. His focus was on how I could make the kick in an interview he gave. When you listen to lots of great athletes talk, they'll talk about that. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is a great example. His leadership is, is incredible. Never met him, never talked to him, but I've, I've watched him, I've studied how he interacts with the players and things he says, and he's concentrating on executing all the time. If you're a Chiefs fan, a lifelong Chiefs fan like myself, you remember back to 1993, playoffs against the Pittsburgh Steelers. The game got down to the late in the fourth quarter, Chiefs are down a touchdown, it was fourth and ten. Chiefs had the ball, and Joe, <coughs> excuse me, Joe Montana threw a touchdown pass to Tim Barnett. Nick Lowry kicks the extra point. The game's tied. Nick ends up kicking the game-winning field goal in overtime. Montana, after the game, was interviewed and said, "I, I, I wasn't even aware it was fourth down. I just knew we had to score. I knew we needed to get the ball in the end zone, so we had to find a way to get it there." So his focus was on executing the play. In contrast, a few years later, when Len Elliott missed all three field goals, he was interviewed by Al Walsh of of Channel 4 after the game. 
And he said to Alice, try not to be negative. Try not to miss the kick. Well, when you're trying not to miss the kick and trying not to be negative, what are you thinking about? Missing the kick and being negative. Instead of, okay, it's a 40-yard field goal. This is I have to kick it. Here's the wind direction. I got. Here's how I execute. If you listen to Harrison Bucker's interviews, which I have, last year against Buffalo and Cincinnati where he kicks the field goal at the end of the game to tie each game, as well as this year, the 250-yarders against Jacksonville and the 45-yarder against Cincinnati last week. He's focusing on what I do to make the kick, on his execution, on his effort. And I think that comes down to it so well. Years ago with, with the Royals, when I worked with them, one very famous player we had, we talked a lot about it. Well, I'll say it's Willie Wilson. Willie was has been on the show several times with me. And he talked about how if he was just focused on trying to make contact, he had a better chance than if he, if he had to get a double or had to, had to get a hit. There's another player on the Royals that I work with. One day came up to me during batting practice. Says, Doc, look, you know how difficult it is to be in that, that, that box and stand up there and look at that scoreboard and see all your, your stats? I suck, Doc. Look, look at me. I'm hitting 230. I'm a 280 hitter. And my response to him was, why are you looking at the scoreboard? Aren't you supposed to be looking at the pitcher? And he got a big smile and grabbed me and said, you know what? You're right. You're right. I'm, I'm, I'm focusing too much on, on all that. I said, why don't you just focus on trying to make contact instead of thinking about why my average sucks? That night he got he went two for four, hit the game-winning double. And after the game, he told me, he said, you know, that really made a lot of sense to me. Because I've been so constant, so caught up with my my batting average, how bad it is, how bad I've been playing, instead of focusing on how I can just be myself. So I want to open up our, open up our phone lines this morning, and I'd like to hear from you. If you're an athlete, what do you focus on when you play? Do you focus on the score, the results, or are you focusing on trying to execute whatever it is you're doing? hitting a tennis ball, hitting a golf ball, baseball, serving a volleyball, catching a ball, whatever it might be? Or how much emphasis are you putting on, gosh, if I miss this, we're going to be behind. Or if I don't strike out, you know, we're not going to win. How much emphasis do you put on results versus your effort? Our phone number is 913-3810-810. Love to hear from you if you're an athlete. You know, one of the best sports to talk about this in which is going to get moving here. In fact, a lot of people will be playing it today is golf. It's going to be a warm day here today, close to 60 degrees. So a lot of people are going to be out on the course. If you're a golfer, do you focus a lot on your score? Do you focus a lot on what your score is? And then does that screw up your next shot? Because that happens a lot. When you focus so much on the result, I've got, I've got, to, I've got to birdie this hole. I've got to birdie this hole so I can be even with the guys I'm playing with. This becomes an issue for a lot of people when you focus too much on the results. So our phone number is 913-3810-810. I'd love to hear from you if you're an athlete. I'd love to hear from you if you're a coach. What, you know, here's the other thing. When you have a young person you're coaching, and let's say you're a baseball coach, softball coach, and they strike out. 
and I hear this a lot from so many people. You get upset at them. Why'd you strike out? Why'd you do that? Instead of asking them, you know, what do you think you were thinking about? And then working on that in practice. What are you thinking about when you're coming out to bat? Where's your mindset? Where are you focusing so much? I've got to get a hit instead of getting getting my bat through, making contact. I find this to be perhaps one of the most important topics when it comes to sports performance is how you focus and what you're focusing on. So once again, our number here is 913-3810-810. 913-3810-810. Let's go to the phones. Let's got our first call this morning. Let's talk to Dan. Dan, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, sir. Thanks for calling in. No, you were talking about, you know, the mental aspects of sports and stuff like that. And I do uh, local auto racing and dirt track racing. And, you know, that's a form of mental sport that it's forced upon you. And you have to perform for extended periods of time each and every lap. And the mental aspect's huge. It's the biggest part of racing. So from a focus perspective, what are you focusing on? I mean, and, 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 and you're right. I always like to say you can have two athletes who are physically the same but the one with a stronger mind will come out on top. So how do you have a stronger mind? So what, what do you focus on when you're, when you're riding and when you're racing? Um, I mean, it's something I've been doing a long time. And, and to me, the more uh, relaxed I can be, the better. It's kind of like there's two people in the race car at one time. One's operating the machine while the other one is calculating. And they're both working independently, but together, if that makes any sense at all. So what is your concentration on when you're out there towards the end of the race and, you know, you're neck and neck with some other guys? What are you thinking about? Um, you're, there's two races going on in your mind. One, you're racing the track. It's kind of like golf. You've, you, the track changes as you go. It's, it's, you're trying to find the best line where you get the most speed, where you're faster than him at what point. And you're also racing the guy next to you at the same time, so you're racing him and the track, and you're kind of focusing on, you know, how many laps do I have left? At at what point do I need to make a move? Do I need to get in a defensive position to block, or do I need to go on the offensive position and try to improve my speed? It's it's a calculations game in racing the entire time, and you're just constantly calculating the odds and trying to figure out what's going to put you in the best position to win the race at the end. So what if, if I'm hearing correctly, then really what you're talking about is you're focusing on the effort you've got to put in. What's the effort I've got, I've got to have? Instead of thinking, oh, I've got to win this or I've got to beat this guy, which, of course, is, is the initial thought you're going to have. I want to win this or I want to come out on first. So what's it going to take to do that? That's where you, you're talking about the specifics you just mentioned. Yeah, because you can't think about the negatives of, oh, if I – miss this turn wrong i can wreck and crash my car you know um if i if i enter this turn wrong i can hit him and cause us both to crash you that absolutely you don't have time for that to play out in your mind you're concentrating on what you can do to make the best of what you have on the track at that time and that's all you're trying to focus on is the positives and and how to calculate that for the best outcome so let me ask you when you do hit a turn the wrong way then what happens well, it kind of depends. On I mean, the hopefully track. you don't do yeah. that, but but if you do, oh, then it what happens. happens. It happens all the time. You may go in a little too fast, catch the brakes too hard, and and slide your front end and and hit a car in front of you. And I have an open wheel car in the front, which means I don't have fenders over my tires. 
So if you do that and catch and jump somebody's tire, you can roll the car, hit the wall. At best best case scenario, you bobble a little bit, just the car gets a little out of shape, and you can gather it back up. That's best case scenario. But, you know, I've had them wreck in front of me where I've seen somebody make a mistake, and I'm already trying to get out of position because I, I see that wreck coming. What's been the biggest obstacle for success for you from a mental perspective? Um, from a mental perspective, it's when you're going through a, a bad streak, which is the same as a slump, you know, in batting and baseball, everything, you know, you, you, you tend to start to overpressure yourself and you start making uh, gambles and on the track and, and trying to do things out of character that you shouldn't do. And sometimes that gets you in trouble. So how do you get out of that then? Keep your head down, keep working hard, and just keep doing the best you can, and, and hopefully it'll turn around. I've I've had win streaks, and I've had streaks where I couldn't get out of my own way and couldn't finish a race, and you just keep working as hard as you can and and try to keep the guys around you positive and, and working towards the goal. So to sum up, Dan, what you're saying is, when you're focusing on the effort you're putting in, as I'm as I'm sharing here, that ends up being a big positive for you versus focusing on I've got to beat this guy or I've got to get ahead of this guy. It's what do I do to get ahead of this guy and what do I need to do to, to be in a position to succeed? Absolutely, you're always trying to you know focus on the positive things because to me, if you focus on the positive, you'll have positive results. If you focus on the negative and have negative thoughts, you're you're going to end up in a negative position. Well, you're you're validating what what I was bringing up as I started today. I really listen. I really want to thank you for calling in. That's great, great information and and, and interesting what you're doing because it's it's obviously not hitting a baseball or anything, but it's the same thing. It's the, it's the well, same and, thing. You've got to focus on the same things. Absolutely, and that's what I was saying about you know most sports. You have timeouts. You have. Um, you know, if you don't like the putt you're making, you can step back and take another look at it and readjust. Batting, you can get in the box, you can step out to readjust, to make yourself, you know, racing is different where once they throw that green flag, there's no timeouts unless there's a wreck or a caution, and that's not given to you when you want it. <laughs> right, right. Well, listen, sir, thanks for calling in. Great great call and great comments, and and uh, best of luck to you. I hope you keep doing well and, and keep keep succeeding. Oh, we are. We're preparing for this season to have fun. Me and my two sons race against each other, so we all have a good time. Well, that, that'll that be a, you know what, that'll be a topic to bring up again, racing against family members. I'll compete against family members. That That's one I, I deal with all the time, too. Listen, thanks for calling in, and good luck. Call back again. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. You, too. All right. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacob. That was a great call. I really, really enjoyed talking to him. That was very interesting. We're talking about focus. What do you focus on when you're playing your sport? And Isaiah talked about it earlier. There's a difference between focusing on results versus focusing on your effort. When you're focusing on results, you're focusing on the score, the numbers. And oftentimes when you're doing that, you're not going to do as well as when you're focusing on the execution and effort. All right, my phone number is 913 I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you if you're a coach. What do you coach the the athletes you're working with, male or female, doesn't matter what age, when you're playing your sport? 
how much emphasis do you put on the score versus focusing on their execution and effort with what they're doing? If you're an athlete, what are you thinking about when you come up to bat, when you walk onto the court, when you walk onto the course? I've got to get this score today, or I better do this today. Or are you thinking about, I want to just have fun and do my best and see what happens. All right, 913-3810-810 is our number. We'll go to a break, come back to some calls. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. We're on the Leader in Sports, Sports Radio 810 WHB. Hello again, everyone. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. You know, our shows are podcasted all over the place. You can also hear them on my website, winnersunlimited.com. I've got about close to 10 years of podcasts on there. And uh, I've covered all kinds of topics, you know, throughout these years that you might enjoy listening to, especially if you've got you know, young athletes who are trying to work on their mental game. You know, this show we talk about psychology and sports and the mental aspect and all those types of things. And today's topic is focus, concentration. What do you concentrate on? What do you focus on? We had a great caller so far, Dan, who races cars, dirt race, dirt racing. And he talked about how important the mental aspect is. So I'd like to get some more calls in here. 913 is our number. What do you focus on when you're playing your sport? How much do you focus on effort and execution compared to focusing on the score or the result? And I'd love to hear from a coach. If you, What do you say to your team before a contest, a competition, a game? Obviously, you want to win. You know, Herm Edwards has that famous quote, you play to win the game. But what are, what are you telling your team in terms of focusing? Do you talk to them so much about effort and execution, or do you talk to them about the result? You know, in my 42 years of work, I've, I've had the privilege to work with so many different people at all different levels, from the professional Olympic level down to youth sports. And one common denominator that I've found throughout my career is that most of the time, not always, but most of the time, the athletes who end up succeeding, male, female, doesn't matter what age, They'll talk about, you know, when you, you listen to them afterwards, they talk about confidence. They talk about focus on, they talk about, you know, executing. Let's go back three years ago when the Chiefs beat Houston in the playoffs in the first round. They're down 24 to nothing after, at the end of the first quarter. And famously, Pat, Patrick Mahomes talked on the sidelines about, come on, let's go do our thing. Forget the score. Let's go out and execute our plays. We haven't even had really much of a chance. They, there was a blown coverage on the first touchdown by Houston. There was a fumble punt at the goal line, a, block, a blocked punt at the goal line. Boom, and Houston was up 21, and then they kicked a field goal, 24-zip. And Mahomes is famous for saying, listen, we haven't, we haven't done our stuff yet. Let's go execute. 41-24 before Houston scored again. Why? Because I think they were just focusing on doing their thing. And that's one of the things when you listen to Patrick Holmes talk or Andy Reid talk, as I said, I've never met e- either. They, they talk about executing the game plan. And that hopefully will give them the result they want. So if you're going out to play golf today, which I know a lot of people are going to go do that because the weather's going to be nice. Maybe you haven't played all winter. What are you going to be thinking about? You've been thinking about going, out, I'm just going to hit the ball, see where it goes, see what happens try to get my swing down, or are you going to focus on, oh, I want to shoot a certain score? Because the score ends up being the result 
of what you're thinking about in terms of your effort. All right, Kyle, my producer, you played sports. All right. Tell me, tell me what you thought about. Did you think so much about the result? I've got to, I've got to win this game or I need to win this match or do you, were you thinking about here's what I need to do to get there? Well, in baseball, I know for sure, you know, if I grounded out, popped out, struck out, I wasn't, I wasn't happy. And then I well, that's up, probably good then, that you weren't happy. And then, you know, I had a tendency to take that. I played third base. I'd take that last at-bat I had. I'd go right out to third base, and I'd be thinking about that strikeout I just had. The next thing you know, where's the ball going right to me? Right through your legs. Yep. Or off my kneecap, rolls into foul, foul territory. It's a fair ball still. So that happened a lot. I would, or not a lot, I but it happened. Ton. I, I was a sure-handed, pretty sure-handed fielder. I'm pretty confident in myself. But... Uh, you know, my my coach, you know, he constantly, you know, would drill into us. Not drill as, as a, that's a negative thing, but, you know, he... Emphasize. Em- perfect word for it. For it. Um, you know, he would emphasize, forget about it, move on. You've got to have a short memory. Well, you had a good coach. What think- if, You know, what about the coaches who get a... You know, let me ask you this perspective, because I hear this all the time. There are always coaches out there who get upset at their athletes when they let's talk about baseball or solve a strikeout mm-hmm. or make an error. Okay. And get mad at them when they come to back to the dugout. Why'd you do that? You, know, you can't do that. You got to get a hit. What would be your perspective of a coach that says something like that? Luckily, I never had a coach that did anything like that. That's why you seem like a pretty happy guy. You didn't get affected yeah. that way negatively. <laughs> but if a coach did get mad at, me for you know making an error out in the infield or you know my dad was my football coach um they would never get mad at the result of the play they would get mad that you know you didn't look like you were locked in you were in another you were not in the zone you were miles away in your head not focusing on the play your effort wasn't there that's what my coaches would get well they're there okay you just hit it on the head with what i'm talking about the effort wasn't there yeah so Effort versus results in terms of thinking, to me, is, is plays such a huge role in success or failure in whatever the event is. I know I've worked, worked for years with swimmers. I've worked with a number of Olympic champions through the Kansas City Blazers program that we had here. And so many of them, you know, we would talk about being in a relaxed mode, a focused mode, concentration mode, and concentrate on their stroke, on their pull, on their turns. And, and their finishing kick. And I know Michael Phelps, when he won, uh, I think it was, I can't remember, it was 100 or 200 fly, and, and when he won a gold medal, one of the last gold medals he won in one of the Olympics, which which I think it was his, I think that was when he won his eighth, I can't remember exactly, but in that, that those Olympics. At the very end, he knew he was neck and neck with this Hungarian butterflyer, and he knew he had to push himself to the wall as hard as, hard as he can. And he, and he, he out, out-touched him by just, just a few, a, a less than a second, a few tenths of a second. And afterwards, he was talking about, I just had to push myself as hard as I could. I knew it was there, but I just had to go for it. And that was about effort and execution. So I think that's what you're that's what you're saying you did as well. So I'd like to get some calls in here. If you're if you're a coach, let's see if any coaches are brave enough to call up this morning. Nine one three three eight ten eight ten. 
And I know listening out there, my dad, my former football coach growing up, and my uh, my crazy uncle out there, He's I know he's listening. He was also a coach. Call in, guys. Don't be afraid. Your crazy uncle? Yeah, I'm just making fun of him. Okay, okay. <laughs> but but if you're a coach, I'd love to hear from you. 913-3810-810 is the number. What do you say to your athletes about winning or losing, score, results, effort, execution before a game? What's the message you say to them? How often do you say, we've got to win? How often do you say when the athlete you're working with, you're coaching, comes back to the dugout or the sideline and made a, made a bad shot or made a bad play? How often do you get upset at them because they missed that shot or struck out or, or made an error versus talk to them about how we're going to work on that in practice, we're going to work on your effort next time. You're thinking too much, you're trying too hard. One of the things I find with a lot of athletes who focus a lot on results is they're big thinkers. I always ask the athletes who come in my office if you're a perfectionist, and it's amazing how many say they are. Yes, I've got to be perfect. Well, my response to them is, well, who is perfect? And their response is, well, nobody. Well, then if you're trying to be perfect and nobody's perfect, how can you possibly accomplish that? And it's interesting when I when we have that discussion, the response that I get from so many of these athletes. They'll look at me and smile. Oh, well, I guess that doesn't make sense, does it? One of the things I find with a lot of people who focus so much on the result is they're pretty intelligent people. They want they want that result. They want that score to be a certain thing. But then they sort of obsess on that. And dwell on that instead of focus more on just being relaxed. So 913 is our number. If you're a coach, what do you concentrate on in terms of competitions? You, you know, like I said, I know everybody wants to win. We know that. Okay. But the bottom line is, what gets you there? To me, it's about effort. It's about, like I said, the execution. It's about that type of mindset versus the whole emphasis on the score. All right, like I said, our number is 913-3810-810. I'd like to hear from you if you're a coach. Like If you're an athlete, what do you think about when you're playing your sport? I've got to catch this ball. I've got, we've got to get a touch so we can win. Or I've got to do this so we can, we can get, get out in front. Like I said, Harrison Bucker kicked that game-winning field goal for the Chiefs last week afterwards talked about you know just just the effort he was putting into making the kick he didn't talk about you never heard him say i knew if i made this we we had a chance to win if i missed it we had a chance to lose you heard him talk about you know it's 45 yards the wind's blowing this way it's blowing that way i've got to do this i've got to focus on this he's concentrating on the effort and execution and what i find is oftentimes when you're focusing so much on score or the result, that's when you get yourself in trouble because you're thinking more so about the what ifs. What if I don't do this? Then what happens? When you play sports, it's very difficult to be perfect, for lack of better terminology. You're going to screw up. So when you make a mistake, so let's say you're going to go play golf today and you shank one. 
How upset do you get at yourself? You say, oh, now I screwed up my chance to get a decent score in this hole. Or do you focus on, why would you take that bad swing? Well, I haven't swung a club in three months. That may be part of the reason. Or do you focus more on what I have to do to change that the next time? Once again, 913 is the number. I think if you if you concentrate on what you're doing instead of the score, the result, you're going to have a better chance for success versus if you concentrate so much on the score. And I've, you know, basketball's going on right now at every level, and you see this as well. You see so many athletes and coaches you know, talking about, we got to win this game, we got to win this game. Well, well, how do we win it? We have to do our, play our plays, do our thing. If we, if we play, go through the, our regimen of what we train for, we've got a better chance to succeed or not. All right, let's go back to the phones. Let's see what Jeremy has to say. Jeremy, good morning, Dr. Jacobs. How are you? Dr. Jacobs, how are you doing this morning? Great, thanks for calling in. Awesome, awesome. So we think a lot about planning and execution. So can I articulate uh, clear instruction? Can I talk about the why? Why are we doing this? And then do you have the tools and training to actually be able to, to execute the plan? And if you can't give someone that, you're setting them up for failure. Those are the big things that we looked at. What's What sport is that, Jeremy? That's for football. Okay. Well, I think that's great. I think that's great. How? So what happens when failure occurs? What happens when something doesn't work out the right way? What do you What do you say as a coach, and how do you work on that? Well, you go back to preparedness. And I can work with people that try hard, that give effort. At the end of the day, if you're not going to give those things, then really the, the preparedness is the big factor. It's not about winning or losing. It's about how prepared you are to actually execute the plan. Exactly. You know, I, I talk about four key words I call the keys to success. Preparation, focus, attitude, and confidence. And preparation is about how you get ready mentally, physically, psychologically, emotionally, spiritually, nutritionally, everything you do to get ready. Focus is about what you're concentrating on while you're out there playing. But also, what are the distractions that get in the way? You can have a positive, realistic, or negative attitude, and then that results in, in believing in yourself with the confidence, which is the foundation of all of it. What are your thoughts on that? No, absolutely. I think that's great. I mean, especially the confidence piece. Uh, you know, your producer, Kyle, is, is my nephew, and, and as you can see, neither of us are, are going to be a, a large in stature, so especially in football. Well, he's that six. What are you talking about? Six four, two forty. Well, I, I wouldn't go that that far. I would say that him and I are almost about the same size. Okay. So it was always a stretch for me to play at a at a higher level. I went beyond what I what I probably should have, and for him, he was out there and, and definitely an effort person, a, a try hard. The factor was was uh, a characteristic he had, and why he was on the field to play. But then that also yields confidence. So if you if you know you can go do it, there's a lot of uh, a lot of beneficial impact from that too. So let me ask this question: When you're focusing more on the effort versus the score, what what do you think typically happens? I think someone's mental mindset generally is in a better place versus questioning every decision. You're free to go out and play and actually do the job because you're, you're prepared. Uh, you're focusing on doing something you can control that's within your control, and I think that's important. Have you had athletes that you've coached in the past who were too caught up with the score and would get upset and frustrated when they didn't get what they wanted? 
Yeah, but I mean, and I don't know if you've ever read the book, The Energy Bus. Those aren't people that I always want on my team. And so when I was able to coach Kyle, it was in my early 20s. Uh, and, and I had a lot of that in me. I wanted to win. I wanted to lose. I've outgrown that. And as I, I transitioned into my, my professional career, planning and execution, the culture, the people that I want around me, that was a big factor. And, and having a, a good culture in my work, working together versus an us versus them mentality is a, a huge aspect of it. You know, at the beginning of a season, any coach is going to talk about the goals for the season. Here's what, you know, we want to win a championship or we want to improve or whatever. But then it comes down to, that's the result, but then it has to come down to the effort to get there. The effort yeah. to get there. What do we have to do to accomplish that? And I think that's that's what typically ends up with teams succeeding versus not. Well, Jeremy, listen, thank you for calling in. Your, your nephew's doing a great job here on the board. I, I really get to know him, and he's do, I really like having him here. So, but Absolutely. Th- thank you for your call. Great comments this morning. I appreciate it. You, good thank luck you. to you. Have a great day. You too. All right, that frees up our lines at 913-3810-810. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. The topic today is what are you focusing on as a coach or an athlete? Are you focusing on effort? Are you focusing on results? Which one do you spend time concentrating on more so? In my opinion, if you focus more on effort, you have a greater chance for results to happen. On sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs, on the leader in sports, Sports Radio 810 WHP. Hello again, everyone. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour from our flagship station, Sports Radio 810 WHP in Kansas City. I'm here every Sunday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. And next Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, I have a great show. I will be talking with Al Saunders, the former offensive coordinator for the Chiefs and the Rams. When the Rams won the Super Bowl, Al's a good friend of mine. He's coached the Chiefs a couple of times under Marty Schottenheimer and Dick Vermeil. He coached for over 40 years. He's now retired, and Al gets it. Al understands the whole mindset perspective. It'll be a great interview next Sunday here on Sports Radio 810 WHB on Super Bowl Sunday. Today I'm talking about this topic. Do you focus on effort or do you focus on results? If you're an athlete or coach, what's your mindset about when you go out to compete? Our phone number is 913-3810-810. Let's go to Chad. Chad, good morning. How are you doing this morning? Hey, doing okay. Thanks for the call. <laughs> you, you kind of derailed me there with Al Saunders and Marty Schottenheimer. Man, two, two of the favorites. And But but I guess, you know, what I was going to say, I, I've had the great honor and privilege to Coach, I was an athlete, played sports all through college, and ended up, you know, in football. But um, I've certainly matured. I had the opportunity to coach my younger son in football from really first grade all through seventh grade, and you know, we we focused on hustle, attitude, respect, and discipline. At least we certainly tried to do that. And um, in in so doing, we would try to find individual competitions at practice. Your caller before mentioned preparation and. You know, if you could create some of those individual competitions before you get to the team game and hopefully everybody's got the right discipline to execute as their role as a team, you could, you'll find the results you want. That doesn't always happen. It takes Jimmy's and Joe's from a team perspective, but, um, but as I've, I've now have a, a younger son going back through this process and, and I just, I'm not coaching now, but I have the opportunity to observe and what I have seen and what I've, what I try to protect myself against with my little guy now is, yes, the results are important, but the results can't be more important to the coach than the arts, the player, and because that creates some 
you know, attitude and lack of respect on the coach's behalf where they don't focus on, you know, the team, the player. They're focused on the results. So. Well, Chad, I always, I always say a good coach checks his or her ego at the door. It's <laughs> yeah. not about the coach. It's about the athletes. And what I find with so many young athletes that I see in my office, and I mean young anywhere from youth sports up to, uh, even to the collegiate level, is oftentimes, you know, they'll have a coach who will get angry at them for screwing up. And, you know, let's, I don't know any, well, I'm sure there have been a lot, but I haven't had any athletes come in my office who said, well, I purposely screwed up just so the coach would get ticked off at me and yell at me. Right. I mean, you know, and I think that's the key thing. As a coach, you get frustrated when the athlete you're teaching or coaching or working with doesn't do what you you have taught them to do. And, you, you know, you've got the right to be frustrated, but the bottom line is, how are you going to react to that? And how does your reaction affect them? Because there are some athletes you can get upset at, and it's going to motivate them to try harder. A lot of them, though, you get angry at them, then it ticks them off, and then they're thinking so much about the score and the results, and they they lose their focus on concentrating on what they have to do. What are your thoughts on that? No, 100%. And, and it gets back to you know the, the attitude portion of it. If, if the coach comes to practice, if a coach comes to the game, with the right attitude of respect, discipline, you know, and the word, the word, the, I'll tell you this, the word that is not used and is not seen in execution at the youth sports level is fundamentals. I, I have yet to see a practice where somebody has uh, practiced a bounce pass, a chess pass is an example, but I digress. The Ultimately, where I think I, I most certainly matured, I like to think even back then as I reflect that, my attitude was was one of positivity and one focused on, you know, the purpose of the game for not all, you know, but the percentage of people that they go to college to play that were, were certainly at the professional level. So minute, the value in sports and competition is what you know the individual player can get out of it, and and doing things that are hard. But you know, I, I just the coach's job, I think, is to you know come with the right attitude and. Um, Certainly, everybody wants to win, and people need to understand the difference between winning and losing. But you know, it's how you respond to that adversity and what your attitude is like to get there. And if, if you've got a good attitude, you're going to put in the effort. And if you're doing the right fundamentals and got the right discipline, you could have the success. So that's kind of try to be my mindset. Well, listen, Chad, thank you for calling in. Great sure. comments this morning. I appreciate it, and best of luck to you. I appreciate your call. Thanks. Okay. Thank you, sir. You know, I'm going to go back to the 84 Olympics when I worked with our cycling team and we won nine medals and hadn't won any in 72 years. And I've had one of the, the guys on the show many times named Steve Haig. Steve won a gold medal in the individual pursuit, which is where you ride around the cycling track, 12 laps and you chase somebody else. And then he won a silver medal in the team pursuit. Same event. Just, you've got four guys riding against a team of, of four other guys. And we talked about, you know, we wanted to win gold medals. We wanted to get medals. We haven't won any medals in 72 years. And in, in this particular event, the team pursuit, we focused on our effort. And the greatest example I can give of this was in the we, we qualif- qualified for the, the quarterfinals. The quarterfinals, we raced against Denmark. And it's a 12-lap race, and we won by one one-hundredth of a second. And we were down about 
uh, three tenths of a second with with something like that with the lap to go, and one of our guys, Pat McDonough, just took the lead instead of. And in this event, you have four guys, and then one guy rolls up at every half lap and moves to the back of the pack because he's riding into the wind. Well, Pat pulled, meaning he didn't go to the back. He just stayed in front because he knew we had to get there. We knew it was close, and he, he stayed in front, and we won by one one hundred of a second. And afterwards, we talked about this, Steve and Pat, and I talked about this extensively with, with Harvey Nitz, the third guy. And it was just about... We knew we were behind. We just had to give it everything we had, give it and see what was going to happen. It wasn't, we have to win, we have to win, and let's put the effort in to see how hard we can go and see if it gets us there. And we ended up winning that race and qualified for the semifinals, which we won the next day and then lost in the finals, but won a medal and a silver medal in this event. But that was because we overcame adversity, and instead of focusing on the result, it was about the effort to get there. On Sports Psychologist, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I'm here every Sunday from 7 to 8. Hope you enjoy the show. As I said, our shows are podcasted everywhere. You can hear them on my website as well, winnersunlimited.com. Just go to the, the podcast tab. And got close to 10 years of podcasts on there. I am taking on new clients. If you want to get a hold of me, my number is 816-561-5556. My website is winnersunlimited.com. You can send me an email there at drj at winnersunlimited.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at DRJ Sports Psych. Hope you have a great week. Stay safe. Have fun. And let's see what happens next week. Like I said, looking forward to a great interview with Al Saunders, former NFL Super Bowl champion with the Rams. Great guy, and he understands this whole process. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next week.